Hello and welcome to another edition of Howdy Town Get On. My name is David Hall. Joining me today, as always, is Ryan McMenamin. Hello, Ryan. Hello, mate. And joining us for a look back at the month of January is another of our summer signings, Dom Lawson. Hello, Dom. Hi, Dave. Hi, Ryan. Thanks for coming on. Before we talk about January, we are going to take you back to August, back to Marine on a Tuesday night. The only highlight of that game was the birth of your song, To Voulez Vu by ABBA. Um, do you rate that song? I love it. I'm a quite a big fan of ABBA as well, which is uh, which is always good. Um, due to my my mum being a big ABBA fan, so she, and obviously she was at the Marine game as well, and she clocked it and she enjoys it. And I, yeah, I think it's a cracking song. Um, there was not much else to shout about that game with it being nil nil, but uh, it was good. Yeah, it was strange to have having fans singing about it because I've never been used to that before. Never really used to playing a game with fans and fans obviously chatting. You know, it's quite strange. So. Yeah, no, I, I loved it. Nice one, mate. And also in August, there was your first goal away at Gainsborough. It was a bit ironic that your first goal for Lancaster was in a Gainsborough shirt. This is a, a chance for you to admit it now. Was the celebration pre-planned with everyone whilst you was changing shirts? Because you did point and kiss at their badge. Well, yeah, it was a bit of a palaver, weren't it, at the start when they they wanted us to change kits and we didn't want to wear it and we were all just a bit fed up fed up with the fact that they made us do it and they were being quite I don't know they were just being hard work with it all so when we got when we were changing the kits on the pitch uh, I think it was Teague he said oh whatever let's put if someone anyone scores point to the badge and give them a bit back funnily enough I scored my first goal uh, about three minutes in or something so it's the first thing I thought of I just remembered what he said and thought yeah point to the badge I did do it just for a bit of sarcasm type thing but yeah I'm going to go straight into the one all at Atherton at the beginning of Jan, mainly because, to me, it was a good example of what you personally have brought to the team. Game itself, Feli was frustrated we didn't convert the dominance into chances. I think going to Atherton, you should generally always be happy with something because they're good at what they do, which is just spoiling the party. And that's a bit dismissive, but I think they'd be hard-pressed to disagree. The golfing quality was obvious. Couch was controlling it, and I felt like we were only ever going to score through a lot of endeavour some kind of lucky bounce, which is what led to your goal. Centre-half and the keeper had a mix-up while you were putting them under pressure. And it led to one of the stranger 20-yard half volleys. It was, yeah. I mean, just going from the start of the game, it was pretty grim. It was, what, second of Jan it was now, New Year. Um, and you go to have it, and I've obviously never been there before. But the first thing I noticed was that slope on the pitch. It was just, I've never seen anything like it. And I think that's what maybe... Maybe made it difficult for us at the start with attacking. I think we were attacking uphill first, so obviously we found that difficult. But then we had downhill second half and obviously conceded a goal that it was a good header at the end of the day, but it was it was against the one to play really. And then going, like I say, going downhill, we got going and created loads of chances. And it was just a long, I think it was from Teague, I think it was a big header over the top, um, bit of a miscommunication by them at the back and I just gambled and it, it bounced, it took a good bounce on the bad pitch and I just swung a left at it and it, I hit it so sweet. Um, but from my angle, it was going wide and then last second, it just it just bent inside the post and I was like, I was, I was quite surprised really. So yeah, I was good, good, glad to get a goal then, but it was a, it was slightly frustrating, I think, for us as a team, looking at the last 20 minutes where we just, we it was chance after chance, sheer domination. And I think we were unlucky to not get all the three points really out of the game. But again, we go to Everton and we come back with a point, which I suppose is a positive. 
you had another chance after that. Brad Carroll kind of steamrolled his way through the middle and rolled it off to you and it was saved. Yeah, I've gone with my left foot trying to trying to place it in the far corner and then I spoke to Brad after the game because we car share and I was like, I should have just let it go across my body and hit it with me with my stronger foot and uh, would have obviously got more contact on it and better chance of going in. But it was quite frustrating. And then I think there was a, there was a couple of other crosses that come in. I flicked one that got blocked, another shot blocked. So it was should have maybe come away with another goal and three points, but it wasn't to be. Most players we speak to, sort of when I was doing interviews with people over lockdown and ex-players, often they've come down and I ask them what it's like coming to the Northern Prem from pro teams. It's all the same. They're often surprised about it, even though the clue should be there. You've had a very different path. How have you found it coming up? It's, it has been very different. Like saying it's four leagues above. It's I found it. I've enjoyed. Well, I've enjoyed it. I found it quite difficult at the start, but I think having a full pre-season, obviously with Lancaster, has helped me just get plenty of games, games under my belt, plenty of minutes, and then I was never gonna. Never going to take to it straight away, I don't think. I, it took me a few games to get used to it and things that learn learn things that you can't get away with and things that you need to do and stuff like that. But I found it I found it quite, well, I'd say I've enjoyed it a lot and I've, obviously it's difficult, but I'm loving the challenge really. Did you think you'd make the impact you did so quickly? Because to be honest, you scored two or three goals in the first few weeks of the season, which didn't really mean anything like at Morpeth and Berry in games we got beat. Yeah, I mean, I, I did score and then I mean, we equalised at Morpeth to make it 1-1 and then we go on to lose 6-3. So I've come away like, oh, I've scored away from home, got a goal. But again, it's like we've been beat 6-3. So. <laughs> but I, as a striker, you want to get on the score sheet, don't you? Um, and then again at Berry, which was a game that was we just won't talk about again, I don't think. But again, scored there. But I, yeah, I don't think I expect to have an impact as I've had because I didn't really know how how much I'd be playing coming in at the start and how long I'd be playing for if I'd just be getting 10 minutes here and there, which I was happy with even if I did that because I'm happy to make the step up. So you've got to expect that every now and again. You can't expect just to get put in straight away type thing. But I think there was a few injuries at the start of the season and I, I got given a chance effectively. And I, I think... Kind of took it. I played okay and, like I say, got a few goals. So it's I've played more than I've expected. We'll move on to the game at Staley Bridge the Saturday after. And there has been some battles between us and Staley Bridge this year, where in the four games, there has been much to split the sides. There was chances in the game to win it. Um, do you want to talk us through your goal early doors, though? Yeah, it's <laughs> well, it was, a, it was a great assist from Calps from it. He's nicked it from the the centre mid and the halfway line and he's just driven 30, 40 yards into the box. He's got a shot away and thankfully the keeper's parried it into my path and I've just been there to get enough contact on it just to get it over the line. I didn't it was with my left foot so I didn't get them the best contact on it, but it was it was over the line and thankfully the linesman uh, flagged straight away that it had gone over. So it was yeah, they all count and I was just in the right position to put it away. But uh, all the credit goes to Calps, I think, for the uh for the great assist. And there were chances to win the game for both sides, but did you think Lancaster City did enough in that game to earn all three? Yeah, again, it was it was very similar to the Averton game, I think. It was another headed goal we conceded, both from across. They're both decent headers for both goals we conceded, but I felt like we had 
we had a lot a lot of chances to go and win it, but <laughs> it's fine margins. Like we not we're not really punishing teams when we get in getting the chances and Anytime we give the opposition a slight chance, we tend to concede re- recently at the moment. That's how it f- feels like it's going. Um, but again, it sh- I think it should have been another three points, especially at home as well. But on the other side, it's another game uh, where we've not lost, I suppose. Now, Dom, I did notice you followed Lancaster City ladies on Facebook this week. I did, yeah. I think I got invited to uh, to, like, to follow the page, like the page... Um, it's growing now and everyone can see how well they're doing at the moment. I think credit to them and credit to the, the social media team for showing how well they're doing, really, um, and getting the message out there and everyone can be part of the club type thing, yeah. For everyone who doesn't follow Lancaster City ladies, you've missed out on all the action this month. They are undefeated this year. They beat Kendall ladies 6-2 up at the uni and then they avenged their 10-1 defeat by Whitehaven by defeating them 3-2 last Sunday. Kayla Young, Captain Fantastic, scoring four, which has earned her the Player of the Month award for January. As always, Howdy Town Get On sponsors their Player of the Month award and will continue to support the Dolly Ladies. They have just launched a new digital match day programme, which is designed by myself and Maddie Whitehouse Designs. And player sponsorships are available, so follow them on Facebook, like Dom has, Twitter and the club website for more info. Kayla Young, Player of the Month. In other news, the sky is blue. We're going to go on to um, Radcliffe now after a long break. Neither me or David were there, so a lot of this is going to be on you, Dom. Radcliffe, when I seen him in August, they were the best I've seen them. They spent a lot of money. They're still on course for playoffs, but I'm led to believe this time they were helped by us being average at best. Yeah, average at best, I think it's quite... uh... That's quite nice. I don't think we were great at all for the first bit. It took us a while to get going. Um, maybe that was down to us not not playing in a while in a couple of weeks. Um, we found ourselves, I think it was conceded another poor goal from a corner. I think it was direct from a uh, yeah, corner and someone loses a man, they score 1-0 down. I mean, it's another another poor goal to concede. I'm still yet to come across a team that scores a good goal against us. I think I can't really recall of anywhere I've gone, oh yeah, that's a good goal. They all seem to be poor goals that we concede. Um, and we got to half time. Yeah, we thought we knew we weren't good enough and we needed to change it. I think we started a lot better second half and then it was another, I think it was a misclearance by one of someone at the back and they pounce on it 2-0 and then you're thinking... Yeah, it's, this ain't great here. And then I think Teague goes off, breaks his arm. Jay Mellon goes off after 10 minutes in the first half and then we're down to the bare bones, really. But then Jake Connolly, I think he came on, Brad Carsley came on. Jake Connolly, to be fair to him, playing with uh, his hernia, scores a goal out of nothing, <laughs> which is a cracking goal. He cuts in, bends it in the far corner and then it gives us a bit of hope. Then last 20 minutes and then I think Chaz puts a ball in last 10 and I think uh, yeah, Brad Carsley flicks it on. Makes it two all, and then we're in the ascendancy there. I think it, I think we were kind of shocked, some of us. I think really how we just turned it on its head, and then Jake scored again, didn't he? The goal that was given offside, which I don't think it was offside because I put the ball in. I really don't think it was offside, and that would have been a remarkable win if we managed to get that. But I think getting a draw from that position, two 0 down, with uh, fifteen twenty minutes to go, and still coming out with something from the game, especially away at Radcliffe. Like you said, the in and around the playoffs, spent a lot of money. I don't think we can be too disheartened with that. Um, 
so yeah, it was, it was the way it went. I mean, but we lost a few players. Let's say Teague is out for God knows how long, and then Jay Mellon's out with his groin as well, which isn't good. But credit to the lads that that we finished on the pitch. Like I think we ended up with Brad Carroll at centre half, Brownie at centre half, um, and it was all a bit mismatched, but <laughs> we managed to get a point. How's he broken his arm, Teague? It was it was a weird one. I think it was one of their lads put a bad tackle in, and there was a bit of like a scuffle in the middle. And I think he shoved someone, or he's been shoved into someone, and he's like his arms just going against one of the lads, and it's broke. Yeah, it was it's really bizarre. Um, but that's how I think it's done, and it's I think it just sums up his look at the moment. I say he came back from that. I think he had that problem with his knee a few months ago, came back and then split his head open and then came back and breaks his arm. It's just, it just sums it up at the moment for him. So we take it back to Giant Axe against Matlock, a dominant display, which threatened to be the height of the century with their late equaliser. But thankfully, even with the 10 men, we put the gladiators to the sword, leaving the away match report to say that we was bang average. But just how good was that performance and finally getting the win some of our performances in January deserved? Yeah, that I read that match report the other day and it was an absolute disgrace. I'm sorry, but I was speaking to uh, speaking to Brad, Brad Carroll at training yesterday about it. A bang average team. I'm not really sure what game they were watching. It's like <laughs> it's just crazy. Like we were we were very very good. Obviously, one nil up. We had loads of chances again. I had one. I think Brad Carroll had one. Um, a couple more where you, you score them and you put it to bed, but. In this league, I'm starting to learn that you're always in the game. You're always, well, you're never out of sight, really, unless you're 2 3 0 up. And obviously, they scored near the end, and you're just thinking, it's uh, here we go again type thing. Um, but then, thankfully, uh, Noza plucks us a goal out of nowhere, which shows, well, he's still got it. At, how old is he? 41, 42. And I think it was a lot of relief for everyone that finally, with won a game that we actually deserve to win type thing so it was just a big relief but it's it's a big building block going into these next few games we've got a few tricky games coming up so it's just a big big confidence booster um and yeah we deserve to win it and i don't know where they've got bang average uh lancaster city side from poor report just going back to the match winner that day um how has it been playing and training with david norris you learn a lot just by, like I say, training with him and you speak to him briefly now and again in the training rooms or training and he'll tell you little things, little pointers. Um, like I say, he's one of the best people to to learn from and he's not, not taking me under his wing as such, but like I say, just pointers and little bits of advice and obviously when he speaks, you listen type thing because he's been there and done it. Same with Teague as well, he's been there and done it and... You say you listen to what they've they've got to say because been there and done it and there what they'll say is pretty much bang on. Dom, your joint top scorer going into February, is there a healthy rivalry in the team to see who's coming out on top? Uh, I don't think there is, um, but I think as long as we're winning and uh, winning and picking up points, I don't think anyone's too bothered. At, but I don't think there is. It's I think it's a. It's a good rivalry. There seems to be a lot of... We've got quite a lot of different scorers, haven't we, this season? I mean, we've got Nazari, has got on a few and Sam's on a few as well. I don't know, it's just good, it's good competition, but there's no no rivalry as such, I don't think. As, as long as we're winning, whoever's scoring, it doesn't really matter, I don't think. 
That brings us to an end to today's edition of Ali Town Get On. Thanks for coming on today, Domi. It's much appreciated. Thank you very much. Been a pleasure. Good luck for tomorrow. Thank you very much. Big game. Hopefully come away with something. And I'll see you tomorrow, Ryan, bright and early. Cheers, mate. Mine's a latte. <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on the Fanta Lemons. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you again after a bumper February. Ta-ra.